Hi everyone, this is Karan. And we are Bad and Bollywood. And this week I got a headache that lasted 24 hours. <laughs> Just an update. Yeah. Uh, Th- this week we watched what can only be described as a string of nonsensical TikTok videos that were made into a movie. I'm just going to call it what a stroke would feel like. Like if you had yeah. a stroke in a normal movie. Yeah. And what you perceive, this is what this movie is. Yep. This is. And if you're curious and you, and you haven't read the title already, it's Love Archkal, but not the good one. Yeah. Not, I mean, uh, so let's get into it, right? I, I want to ask you the first Love Archkal, which came yeah. out, what, like 2009? Yeah, gonna, around that time. They fucking, you know, they fucking replaced. Like, you can't even find that lavage call first. This lavage call comes before. Yeah, uh, that's that's what marketing does. Like, why would they do that? Um, but yeah, so I think it came out two thousand nine ish. Yeah, and you, so your thoughts on it are not as positive uh, as mine. Like, no, it was just like any other kind of rom-com movie that came out at the time it was an interesting concept and i think uh, Seth did a like a goodish job in the the cull part of it yeah i think that's because yeah. he, he had to talk less so i, I liked him more <laughs> and that's why my dad my dad liked him in sacred games he's like because Seth is talking less i like him more in sacred games damn um yeah. i actually uh i was i was like thinking about that movie because yesterday watching this made me really sad <laughs> So I was watching the old one. I'm not watching the old one, but I was like watching this clip of Seth having a meltdown at the at her wedding, and it's a really good scene. Like it's she doesn't say anything. He slowly, on his own, has a meltdown while saying "I'm fine," uh, which was great. And I feel like Imtiaz also wrote that pretty well. Like it, you know, of course, it has Imtiazisms, and we'll get into those um, soon. But it was still, it was still okay. And now I feel like Imtiaz has reached a bottom. He's reached the bottom. This is the perfect storm of like a bad movie because you have Imtiaz in a, at a point in his career where he's not putting out good stuff. Like it's it's cringe, yeah. a and b. He's got a cinematographer which just insists on shoving the camera in the actors' faces in such unflattering lighting and angles. Because that, that, that image of Sarah Ali Khan's face from that angle with her mouth open is just burned into my brain now. And I can't forget I, it. Honestly, I think she might have spat in the cameraman's <clears throat> coffee or something one day. Because I feel like he just <laughs> had like a vendetta against her. I was like, woof. These angles are not helping her at all. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she, she's she's decent looking. And like she's uh, she can maybe I, I have no idea. I've not seen it. Has she done anything else? Man, you know what? I, I don't think I've seen a Sarah Ali Khan movie. Uh, I saw Simba, but that doesn't count. That's not a Sarah yeah, Ali Khan movie. I'm sure like she's not as bad as this movie would lead us to believe. Because I'm trying to be kind now because I'm going to be so unkind. Like, We're about to be unkind really quickly. Yeah, so let's just start on a very pleasant note. I feel like a few of our friends that are listening to this are like, why are they being so nice right now? Well, you know, we got a paper, we got to, you know, put the plaster around it and then we can take a dump in the box. That's what people, (laughs) that's the saying. Um, That's why you come back every week to hear us take a dump in the box. I'm always taking a dump in the box. Speaking of dumps in the box, love Ajka, let's just get into it. (laughs) So this movie starts. Does it start? I don't know. Um, it okay, begins. Now, right off the bat, right off the bat, I want to get into this. 
what the fuck is up with Karthik Aryan? Okay, when he's not playing an incel, when he's not playing like a pyar ka panchnama type character, he's trying to play like a sad boy. Yeah. Oh my god, it's fucking, it's, it's, really it's so jarring. Because I don't, I think he was doing an impression of uh, Ranbir Singh from, uh, Ranbir Singh? Ranbir Kapoor from uh, Rockstar and uh, Ritik Roshan from Koi Mil Gaya. Because he's trying to play this socially awkward kind of, But yeah. I don't know if he was trying to be socially awkward. He was trying to show someone with a mental condition because he seemed like he was on like this the spectrum. I like I, I, somewhere into the spectrum. Yeah, and like I don't want to speculate on like what his what he was trying to portray because it it just feels offensive. Like I'm just watching it and I'm like, it, it feels uh, like you're hurting a lot of people with that whatever kind of yeah. half baked direction and i don't want to put it all on karthik aryan and i fucking i look i don't like karthik aryan okay that makes that like, pretty fucking clear. um i don't like karthik aryan but i don't want to put it all on him i feel like there was some vague direction given to him i i feel like he yeah. was told you know wo jo banda hota hai na wo thoda matlab wo na aankh mein aankh dal ke nahi dikhta you know he's not wo thoda ajeeb sa hai yeah. i feel like that was the direction given to him it wasn't like specifically like hey this is what you're portraying so you can do the research nope i don't think that ever happened But you had Ranbir Kapoor was kind of playing like an awkward guy in Rockstar, at least for the first half, and I think he pulled it off pretty well, you know. Yeah, because Ranbir is more charming and But has more. Yeah, he, he has range, and you have Karthik Aryan who does one thing I would say well because his movies sell. Yeah. And that's being being an like an incel who who just wants to yell about women and how they won't fuck him. It's it's funny because like I kept. I don't know, like I used to criticize Karthik Aryan because I was like, oh, he keeps playing the same fucking role. you know he yeah. has one role and he plays it all the time and i was like oh it's because that's what he's go- he's found his pocket and he doesn't want to go out of it and then when he does go out of it <laughs> we get this fucking half baked two there two characters we have to watch karthik aryan twice as two people the, the, was yeah. this movie made to torture me it's so, so crazy is going let's, on let's get into the story if there is one Mm, uh, the story. And okay, how do you get a story wrong when there's already a blueprint for the story already? You've already there's already see see what was the old one? Ki there's a guy who doesn't believe in love. He meets this girl that he feels like fuck. Maybe I do love her. They they break up, and then he tries to get her back. He gets inspired by this older man with these older values of what love is, right? And as I'm saying this, this sounds like a pretty not great movie, but you know it worked. It somehow it was fine. Managed- I admit it worked. And I'm glad he brought up this old man story because Rishi Kapoor was in it, right? And Rishi Kapoor was yeah. supposed to be the guy, like you know, I used to be like you, and then I met, yeah. like I met you with my life. And the, the dynamic worked. Yeah. And yeah, I like Rishi Kapoor in that. And when they recast, they're like, you know, we need to get an older actor who can, you know, believable that when he was young, he was Karthik Aryan, and now he's older and he looks like this, right? Rishi Kapoor did that well because I think uh, Rishi Kapoor and Saif Ali Khan, they they kind of fit the bill in terms of continuity. Mm. Now, in this fucking movie. These bright minds of Bollywood thought Randeep Hooda is an acceptable older version of Karthik Aryan. Randeep Hooda has more sex appeal in his pinky. Okay. He has more sex appeal in his shaved head that's in the sink than Karthik Aryan. He is Aryan a has. very he is a very sexy man. And forget sexy. I mean he's but the thing is he's not even old like he's not an old man. And when they introduced him, I thought he'd be like the the antagonist, like the character that he has to overcome. Like you know, he'd be interested in Sara Ali Khan, and then he has to like you know, there's this rivalry going on. Yeah, that was the believable plot here. 
But you know what? You all, you know why you also thought that? Because like in the first scene where Sarah is talking to Karthik, okay, she Sarah is like yelling at Karthik, right? I mean, whatever yeah. she counts as yelling. Um, she's like saying like, oh, you know, we, we, I tried to sleep with you, you rejected me, now you're following me. This is how the movie starts. There's another yeah. like uh, parallel, uh, older, similar scene happening with old Karthik Aryan, but different girl for some reason. Um, and mm-hmm. Randi Phudda for fuck knows what is creeping on them and smiling like he looks so invested in this and menacing in this bullshit story that i get why you would think that he would be a rival because why otherwise yeah. would you give a shit unless you were interested thought, in the girl or the guy i thought they were going to go in the opposite direction and be like you know should i call the cops you know you're yelling at that guy he seems to be following you do you feel unsafe because nah. holy shit, if Karthik Aryan comes across like a guy from a slasher movie in this, because yeah. there's ominous music playing while he's following her. It's not even like they're playing romantic yeah. music anymore. Even the music while will support him. It's become, it's become self-aware and they're like, you know, wow, we're going to put some serial killer music with this serial killer behavior of stalking. Jesus. Or, or, cool. um, but yeah, yeah. so yeah. the there is some serious stalker energy, like you said, and he's literally, at one point, he goes, he drops her to this date. So they meet at this co-working space. Right? No, they meet they meet at a bar. Uh, remember the bar? Scene? The bar, yeah, the bar okay, scene. and they kind of made eye contact and they, they sort of hook up, but then Karthik Aryan's like, you know, I can't um, Yeah. I you're special, which is why I can't hook up with you because uh, I treat women like objects usually. And now that I don't want to treat you like an object, I can't get it up because that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, like okay, hey uh guys. Uh, quick tip: Don't put down an entire gender to compliment one girl. Okay? Don't say like "tum un ladkiyon ki jaise nahi ho," because that does that doesn't count as a good thing. That's not that, a compliment. That's not a compliment. That's just you putting other people down, also, and then you're like, "Yeah, it's also, an indict- it's also an indictment of how you treat women yourself." You're like, "Oh, I won't yeah. treat you like other women. I treat them like trash." But since I like you, I'm not going to treat you like trash. Like, maybe treat maybe treat everyone. <laughs> Maybe just treat everyone well. It's not a very outlandish concept. I think you know a lot of yeah. people have said it before me. But maybe, maybe. Honestly, I did say Karthik Aryan is playing a different role, but I feel like he's just pivoted from like incel to nice guy syndrome. Like that's the shift that he made really in this movie. There's not that much of a change if you think about it. It's um, just his self confidence and his sex appeal is gone. That's all that's happened. Yeah. Um, so Karthik Aryan drops her to her date. I remember that's what happens because after they've that whole yeah. bullshit about the co-working space, he like takes her to this date. He doesn't know that she's going to a date. Then he stays there, like, what the fuck? And meanwhile, Sarah's getting drunk with this like overtly creepy dudes. I don't know if you noticed this in this movie. She goes out with like two or three dudes, and they all seem, except that one dude that was talking about plastic for some reason, they all seem really creepy. <laughs> like what wh- how is she meeting they, these men like i'm assuming it's on tinder or something yeah this is an indictment of how you shouldn't use tinder in delhi i think yeah because i was like I, how is she meeting them and why is she accepting because she doesn't seem like someone that would go on a date with that dude that was talking like that like you know if she heard three things come out of his mouth she was like well that dude seems kind of shady so i'm not gonna hang out with him so i'm guessing it was tinder or like some that sort of thing She's supposed to be smart, which is like another uh, we segue into how she's supposed to be a career-driven person. Yeah, she's and a career woman. Her, 
career women you never hear about career men but you're going to hear about career women because how dare you focus on your career <laughs> that's and that becomes like a core theme for her doesn't it like it does the, it does the oh career over love life which is like the only question that that's like when a celebrity you know she gets like if a celebrity gets pregnant then like the media like how are you going to balance your life like you know once you become a mom no one asks the dude that but they'll always ask the girl this is no, the the guy is barely involved in parenting apparently hmm. i mean yeah. his job is to give his son movies when he grows up that's all yeah and then leave for cigarettes and never come back so uh, <laughs> speaking of never coming back kartik aryan's career after this oh, he's is... going to come back and you know it This is, like this, is, this is Bollywood's poster child of look how we're not involved. Like nepotism isn't a thing. We have Karthik Aryan. Jesus, dude! Uh, can you imagine? Like <laughs> for years, for years, right? The biggest argument raging in Bollywood is nepotism is a problem, right? And everyone's like, every reporter has written about it. Every every star kid has asked about it in interviews. Every single casting uh, auditions that happen, they're like. Oh you know what you're casting the same Arjun Kapoor Sonam Kapoor all these all these Kapoors and Khans and whatever and then someone goes well, what about that guy Oh no, Karthik Karthik there Karthik still there and I feel like there's just a collective scream like oh no this is what we've been fighting for Yeah Karthik, it's kind of like Bollywood's fuck you to you like oh you 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 wanted a non star kid this is what they this, look at him look at him ah uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Karth, yeah, uh, she's an event manager, and uh, we know this because there's a bunch of montages of unspecified event manager things. And yeah. this is an important segue into a scene which oh, I would like boy. to break down with you. Yeah. Okay. So once again, Karthik Aryan is playing her Uber for some reason because her Uber has this thing of not showing up. He was trying to be like, relatable with that. Imtiaz, yeah. I, I could, I could feel it. Imtiaz was like, you know, I'll write this really cool, very relatable. Yeah. Like it was like Imtiaz's stand-up. Like you know, yeah. what is it with Uber rides? Like, you know, like oh. I feel like that was his segue into that. Imtiaz trying to cover the fucking generation and wealth gap, being like, "Oh, you, you kids take Ubers, right? So what if your Uber didn't show up at the right place, right? I I don't yeah. know because my my seven Audis are out at the back, which I earned from making <laughs> shit movies like this. Uh, I I yeah, for for all of you saying fuck you, job we met. I'm like, okay, fine, that's one, but fine, fuck I'm you here. for all the other ones. <laughs> Hey, there's a few that I like that are controversial. That Karan, we will Karan. not get into. <laughs> this, is, this is at the core of our friendship. There are these issues that we have. Yeah, one it's this them, one, and uh, there's uh, another movie that will set the internet aflame uh-huh. um, if we okay. bring up. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, you want to get into what happens yeah, in this so interview? He he basically takes her to this. interview mehra groups or something like that it's supposed to be a big corporate event management company it's mehta man she's that is right you know so it's mehta mehra i think it's mehta it's very important to the story no it's not <laughs> nothing's important to the story anyway go on uh, anyway so she shows up to this interview which she's been prepping for for two two months with with like nothing <laughs> with nothing and she's late she's late for this interview yeah and imagine she goes huh. and she sits down in front of uh, what i think again intyaz is trying to show the generation gap because there's this very boomer guy he's like oh you know you have no experience in event management and then she tries to say something and he talks over her and she's like you know i've planned everything from my retirement till 55 i'm like sara your film career is not looking good right now you are however a graduate from columbia yeah neuroscience major man 
Yeah, um, dude, just you know, you know how everyone's like, you know, my my dad squashed my my dreams. He made me an engineer. I could have been a writer. I could have been an actor. Yeah, but ulta ho raha hai. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's clearly she's smart. She finished it in like three years or something like that. Yeah, which is and incredible, by the way. Fucking incredible. You just become become a neuroscientist or something like that. You know. Yeah. It. <laughs> you don't have to do this acting gig man it's kind of more important to the world right now than acting i got to say yeah, and, uh, and i'm on the list i am very encouraging of that line of thought anyway yes. so the, the the boss is like uh, oh so you unbuttoning the top two buttons of your blouse is also part of the plan and she's like yeah when i look good i feel confident when i feel confident i can crack the interview and basically I don't know what the fuck but Look, I don't know where to stand like I am so confused I have never been yeah. out out like just maneuvered like I have in this scene like I just I, like I'm on Sara's side right like Sara's character like why does it fucking matter what you know Yeah uh, but also like there's that weird thing that she says where she's like yeah I feel sexy when I unbutton um and I'm like this is a job interview like I, you don't need to I I I just don't think anyone would ever say that in a job interview. I just I don't buy it. I don't I don't think anyone would tank that hard after two preparing months. for 2 That's months and she's supposed to be this confident competent person and then she's just uh, so I'm on her side on like you know where whatever the fuck you want but then again there is a, a setting in an interview and like you prepare for an interview and then you completely bomb yeah, it like, like I, I didn't i didn't get that i didn't get that at all um we she does say the line right after right where she's like ye andar ka bitch bhar kyu aata you know why does it come out yeah she, she she's talking to kartik and she's like you know mere andar ka bitch bhar kyu aata and then kartik says fantastic lines you know i think the script writer for for this one jerked himself off after writing this line he's like andar ke bitch ko bahar aane do jo bhi andar hai zebra giraffe sabko bahar aane do um you yeah, say you say writer right but i i like your other theory more where this was ai generated uh script <laughs> so you guys know those instagram posts I, most of them are fake i think but you know uh, I, an ai bot artificial intelligence bot kind of read through the scripts and then wrote like complete garbage which is somewhat related to these movies i think that's what happened uh, an artificial intelligence bot read of read intel's early scripts yeah. and then fucking spewed out this garbage cuz we haven't really gotten into how disconnected the dialogues are yeah like, current you you have, you have some experience in this just like how what is I happening just, uh, so here's what i think right like imtiaz ali when he wrote sochana tha and jab mai sochana tha is another underrated imtiaz film it's what put him on the map um but like he had a very specific way of writing that kind of made him you know unique like he didn't write like other writers did he had this very uh, personal like i think he at the time found the most like colloquial like the way people would talk he kind of found uh, an eccentric version of that which worked like in jab we met with characters like geet and like you know the, it worked for them he even in love arts cult and extended worked i still remember mango people um just i mean some of it's weird but it you know usually was endearing but i feel like imtiaz is like <laughs> oh god here we go is it you know like mnm when mnm came out with like his first few albums <laughs> imtiaz ali is like mnm you have heard it your first in parent bollywood hot take <laughs> so like mnm when mnm was younger right like he used to write these albums and he was going through all this stuff and so he was writing how he was feeling 
right? But then the richer he got and the less suffering he felt, his and and he continued writing about the suffering, so it felt disconnected. I feel like that's what happens has happened with Imtiaz. The critics hate me now, and then the next album's about how the critics panned his previous album. Yeah, and the next album's how they panned the album panned about the album him panning the critics. Uh, and I'm like, so when is the good album coming? Because I'm I'm <laughs> waiting for. Okay, I feel like I'm gonna piss off some Eminem fans, but uh, I, the, my, I mean, my point is like, Imtiaz has now become not specific anymore. Like he used to be specific in what the story that he wanted to tell. Now it's like he read a bunch of WhatsApp forwards and he wrote a script based on that. You know, a friend of ours also pointed out like I think he has heavy influences, and I say influences, but he kind of read the skinny on a few books of uh, Nietzsche and like uh, maybe Rumi because he keeps he keeps spouting Rumi and uh, Kabir in throughout his movies. Yeah. And as much as he might have read those things, it's not translating well, man, at all. Please. Please rectify yeah. it in next software patch. Thank you. And and like these character, these characters don't feel like the thing with Geet is even though Geet does fall into the manic pixie trope, she felt like a person, right? Like she felt even with the Imtiaz Ali like rose-colored glasses, she still felt like oh, this is a human being that I would like to hang out with and that I can see existing in some sort of way. I can see uh, whatever Shahid Kapoor's characters, I can see that person existing as well. Um, these people don't feel like one person, like one solid human being. They feel like five ideas just thrown in a mixer and they like, pulled out some vague concept. Yeah. And this was like, Sara Ali Khan, she's a career person. But what does that, what does that mean? Like, who is she really? You know, uh, we don't know. And they, they try to show some kind of backstory where, like, where her mother has basically been, like her father left her mother because, her, and now her mother has no support system because she didn't focus on her career. She didn't, you know, uh, establish herself for mm-hmm. like earn herself. So now she's, you know, she's got that bitterness in her and she kind of projected that onto Sarah, which they show in a few scenes where Sarah's young and you know, she's young because she's, she has pigtails. Yeah. If you're young, you get, so it's like, you know, if you're smart, you have specs. Yeah. If you have long hair, then you're like sexy. Um, oh God. <laughs> and if you're if you have pigtails, you are a child. Even though Sarah yeah. Ali Khan looks exactly the same. So it's I, weird, man. Yeah. So strange. she blows this uh, interview, and then uh, they kind of show this relationship between them kind of blossoming. They have this montage shot. So it happens concurrently to like Sara listening to the story that Randeep is telling. Us. Yeah, now Randeep and if you want to get into this, if you want to get into this story, like I'm ready because I could talk about this story for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, this I apologize. <laughs> so bonkers. I apologize to our, our listeners if we seem a little all over the place, but this movie is all over the place, man. I had to so, go back uh, and like yeah. try to figure out a timeline. Because otherwise, I didn't know Kevin what to rewatch it. I, I yeah. don't know how the fuck you did that. I speed like, watched it. I speed watched I it. I watched it last night. I slept with a headache, woke up with a headache, and the headache. We were supposed to record this at, in the evening at four o'clock, and I couldn't yeah. because my head was splitting. Yep. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a real. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard from SSB in like 12 hours. He was not doing <laughs> too great after watching this. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so Randi Purda. Can we just Randy. get into him? I need to unpack who Randi Hudda is in this movie. It is very strange. I uh, I feel like he's three. I feel like he's Imtiaz's idea of what Imtiaz is. Like yeah. He thinks that's what he looks like. 
you know? And that's how people perceive him as this sexy, brooding cafe owner that everyone... Old, sexy, older man. Yeah. And also, like, wise. Yeah, wise. Because this is basically... Yeah, you're right in a way because uh, she keeps coming back to him for the story. Just like the audience keeps coming back to Intias for his stories. Yeah. But we're not, please. Intias, stop. That just clicked. Fuck. Yeah. Ah, it's horrible. Anyway, so... Uh, this the story starts with uh, socially awkward, but in a weirder way, um, Kartikarian, who's kind of having this this uh, cutesy old. You know, whenever there's an old timey love story, it doesn't have these. You know, there's no bars, there's no. I, it's all very innocent and desi. You know, I feel like I'm just set in the nineties. Every time I'm every time I see like an old timey Intiaz Ali love story, I feel like he's just going like, you know, you kids na these days with your messages and your Tinder and stuff na, you guys don't yeah. know what love is. Okay, apne time mein na, apne time mein wo balcony mein khadi hoti thi, hum log usko ghurte the. I'm like, maybe that don't do that. That makes sense because the, the protagonist love lover in his stories always talks in person. Yeah. So and it's rewarded because he's showing old time love of stalking in a new age. So he's different, which is what uh, Randeep keeps reiterating. He's like, oh, you know, he's different from the others because he's showing up like I used to show up. So he's harassing you like I used to harass you. Yeah, Not that's you, what I know. Yeah. Like he's so, uh, like he's praising this behavior, and he's almost looking at it like he's, I don't know, like that's his manic pixie girl is this idea of love where you get to stalk someone, <laughs> like that's his new manic pixie manifestation. Yeah. It's just like, and oh look, guys at home, <laughs> guys at home who think we're being like, oh, you're so you're a feminist, bro. Fuck you. Ask any female friend of yours. Just ask them if they appreciate stalkerish behavior. And see, here's the thing, right? In Imtiaz Ali movies, the stalker is usually met with, um, like, there's reciprocated love. Like, yeah. the girl is also into it, and that's why it seems okay. Like, yeah. the girl also is like, ha, nahi, nahi. Oh, oh, jo guru hai ta na, balcony se, fuck. He's so hot. That time he was following me on his bike and honking at me. Oh. And when he flashed his dick, though, bro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh god uh, <laughs> Jesus um, oh god uh, this is horrible uh, yeah, but so yeah, this, so, this flashback is kind of like supposed to be like oh back in my day we had to stalk everyone and uh, they, they've shown like a couple of scenes where uh, you know they're trying to talk to each other but the situation keeps getting misunderstood so yeah and what is the, uh, hug? You know, the first is the one where she like kisses him he hugs her and the cops see them Right. Yeah, dude, I feel like you know what? I actually think Randeep Hudda put in a really good performance because yeah. I think, like, no, because he every time I looked at him, I could see Imtiaz Ali, and I think that was the intent. I feel like the note given to him and Randeep Hudda was probably observing Imtiaz in real life and just went, I'm gonna nail this because there's a part where he says, You know, Mere DNA mein kya na, main ha- pak, uh, I always get caught. That's what he says, some, yeah. some weird version of that like yeah it's in my dna to get caught which implies that he's never at fault hmm. but it's the society yeah society yeah. a problem you know i'm to no i'm not doing anything i'm That's just talking and harassing yeah fucking society yeah. so yeah anyway. those two scenes happen right misunderstanding yeah this is the only thing that kind of felt real was like they hugged, but then the word spread around that like the girl was pregnant. And, yeah, so that's how that would happen. Yeah, yeah like and they're shown it to be Udaipur and like in a tight knit community, 
and uh, the word kind of got around which really uh, messed up uh, the the girl and the girl's family and stuff like that so they were sending the girl away and uh, again and uh, the this part of the story stops with uh, Karthik Aryan who's Randeep Hooda jumping on the train and following the girl right he left his doctor ka degree you know yeah and his doctor ka degree and leaving uh, the doctor ka degree also uh, a note for the cinematographer like congratulations you made udaipur look ugly <laughs> like yeah i my my phone i went to udaipur pictures on my phone look better than what you've done yeah sharam kar i don't know what was up with the camera work to be honest like i feel like it was all over the place in this movie no, it's very like jarring the cuts were insane yeah the cuts were insane and they don't help in establishing a timeline and in in order to establish a timeline they have this yellow filter which was a lagaj ka also but it was kind of okay charming there but here udaipur is a bad setting because first of all udaipur is the white city okay not yellow city yeah so like yeah. you generally have like good contrast of colors and something good to work with so why the yeah. fuck would you put a yellow filter on that dude tyaard sorry sorry i feel like i feel like i would rather have uh... You know Nolan's, uh, not Nolan, but like you know, there was that time where everything was orange and blue in Hollywood. <laughs> like I was kind of missing that. I was like, "Fucking bring back the orange and blue! I don't want this yellow bullshit anymore." It was, it was so brutal. Yeah. Um, so okay, can we get into this scene, right? So at the at the time that this story, this backstory we're getting, Karthik yeah. and Sarah start dating. Sarah, oh, apparently, apparently they do. Yeah, apparently they uh, apparently. whatever they're doing is happening right i don't know i was given is. i was given no indication of this because yeah. they have no chemistry <laughs> they have no none they look she at points feels like she's being his mom and then at some point it feels like he's just like like preeti zinta and rithik roshan and koi mil gaya like that was the chemistry same vibe oh same uncomfortable actually um but we get into this great scene go for it that's going to be burned into my brain they 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 just had sex right yeah and sara sara likan starts crying she <laughs> runs outside and then she says the words that i don't think kartikarians ever heard which was itna perfect <laughs> she's like i can't love you because you're too perfect and your sex is so good she's lost <laughs> and like was it's the so scene, was oh, the scene God. written by a guy who's never had sex with a girl <laughs> yeah this is how imtiaz ali perceives he is his his performance always oh, it's not perfect ki main ro dungi You know, I feel I feel like how it actually went down in real life. I'm not saying Imtia, this happened to Imtia specifically, but in real life, whoever wrote this kind of inferred it from something that happened, where the girl started crying right after sex because she didn't have a good time, and the guy was like, "Kya hua?" and she felt bad, so she was like, "It's not perfect," <laughs> you know. She was like, "This is why I'm crying." She felt so bad that she didn't know how to tell him, so she just said, "Oh, I just had yeah. such a good time. I'm emotional about it." Um, Your sex was so good that, like, I just fucking yeah. I'm just weeping, and now I'm leaving because I have to leave, and I'm never gonna see you again because <laughs> you're so perfect. <laughs> and my Uber driver said, "Call me." What did you What did you call the Uber? It's like, oh, oh during the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, go in my oh, Audi now. Anyway, so. Uh, 
the, yeah. oh wow she's crying she holds his hand she's... from outside of the door okay. it's so this is this is what's weird to me okay so she she they're both on opposite sides of the wall at a doorway she shows so first, yeah yeah so she's like you know go away and then she starts monologuing after he goes out of sight so like what if he had just gone away and got back into his <laughs> room and she just reached out she, she's monologuing alone <laughs> and she just reached out like i snake Honestly that would be a great comedic moment if this movie needed anything it was some comedy like yeah. needed some jokes there were no jokes there was a lot of there was a lot of comedy in lavaj ka yeah. first part and it's i think it's cuz saif is like naturally funny you know like he is yeah he is he's got he's got like he's got charisma so charisma man i was looking for charisma this whole fucking movie kai nahi mila re charisma is not hereditary Jeez, geez. <laughs> oh, oh boy. If we have to talk about Sara Ali Khan's acting cuz I I feel bad but I'm going to cuz I see I don't hate her as much as I hate Kartik Aryan right, as an actor. Like I just yeah. get angry when I see Kartik Aryan on screen especially because of all the characters he's played. Sara Ali Khan this is like the first film I'm seeing. And I I just I feel like you know what you know in school there are those people that go uh, that always get selected on the debate team. But yeah. They sound like shit, and I'm like, "What is this? Yeah. What are you doing? Good Sarah morning, Khan. ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sarah. Today's topic is. <laughs> Today we will talk about how mobile phones are ruining the environment. Exactly. You can get cancer from mobile phones. I feel except like that was Sarah Ali Khan. Except it's in Hindi, so they go like, "Namaste, Pradhanacharya, Upradhanacharya, Nirnagan, Shikshagan." Sarah Ali Khan is Hindi. <laughs> Sarah Ali Khan's Hindi is just as bad as mine, dude. I was like, oh god. She's at one point she was asked like, you know, "Tum khush ho?" And you know, instead of "hogi," "main khush hogi," she says "hungi," "hungi." I was like, "Hungi." <laughs> I was like, I, I, I honestly at that point it's got to be someone's got to take a call on like what's going. So <laughs> she, she kind of fluffed her lines in the interview scene and they kept <laughs> because that was the best take <laughs> i was like that was the best take of that she fluffed her lines very clearly fluffed her lines in that jesus oh god i could talk about this for ages but we have, we have to move on we do um i i guess we can also talk about like her relationship with her mom uh and or like one scene in particular where she's gotten this offer from dubai yeah this right? is the turning point in the movie yeah she's got this offer from dubai Oh there's a turning point in this movie one second <laughs> what i don't fucking know this you know when you don't know anything about a numerical if you're looking at the numerical and you're like fuck now what and you just glitch on to one detail you're like that that's probably it that's the one i'm supposed to work with yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm doing i'm just this, spitballing this, like this feels like sure yeah because so sara ali khan's mom does what most parents do is project their fears onto their kids mm-hmm. and so like because she gave up her career she's like suddenly like oh you shouldn't fucking don't don't do it don't get married to this guy she's pissed right um, yeah. there's a couple lines in here that i thought were pretty good it, uh, maybe because i just heard complete turds for like an hour and then I, I, it was just a line where she was like i i don't want to hear the story again you know like yeah. i just felt like that was relatable because that happens like when you're arguing with your parents they'll bring up those same examples and you're like kitni baar you know So and that that scene kind of felt organic because she's like I did that your elder sister has done that now please yeah. you you're you're on your way to like doing good things with your life and being independent don't fuck it up by just going after this guy you know which yeah. is fair enough and is, yeah and uh, 
it's a great you, scene because you, you can tell what her motivation is very clearly in that scene, which is yeah. something that the entire movie lacks is there's no clear motivation of what any character does at any point. Um, so, so and it's coming up by the way. Oh yeah, she, she wants your money. Yeah, she wants your money. You got to you got to say you got to sing it always. Uh, yeah, she looks great and she acts really well. Um yeah, Karan Johar, maybe you should have cast her properly. Um anyway, uh so so for Karan cuz he's like, "Oh, Kamila's the mom now." I am <laughs> yeah, I was old. like, "I'm old. I'm <laughs> so old." Actually, it doesn't matter now cuz Randeep Hood does like Rishi Kapoor's character. It's it's oh, yeah. nothing matters you know, anymore. It doesn't matter. Um so she then i think this is when she goes to randeep hoda right yeah because she's like randeep will tell me he'll tell me and i'll be fine and that's the day that she's supposed to meet kartikaran's parents yeah and she's already kind of tense about that and it's kind of like how we the audience in real life when we need to make important romantic decisions so like imtiaz will tell us i'm going to watch uh, love archkal rockstar and uh, jab we met back to back and then i'll make a decision about my life so just like that sara ali khan goes to randeep to make an important decision okay look i didn't need to be called out on the podcast like <laughs> I, did did I, did, did I did i did it i did it one time and i was <laughs> i had too much to drink and it was it was it was 3 a.m so um she goes to randeep hoda for some reason and he i think look because i rewatched it right i straight up think that he was about to go down on this girl <laughs> and You said propose. <laughs> so first I thought propose, but then when I rewatched it, I was like, "Were they about to like fuck when she walked in?" Imagine if it was like straight up sex, and like Sarah Lee comes like, hey. and then Hanif like, "One second, I'm just gonna <laughs> just meet you." Just put on my robe. <laughs> That's how it went. Anyway, speaking of sex, though. Okay, let's just get oh, into this fucking story. Oh, right, this story is bonkers. Okay, the crux of it is that uh, so Sa- Sarah thinks that the girl he's with is uh, the girl who he's talking about this whole time, Lena. So she's like, you know, I'm so happy. I'm and Sarah, being the presumptuous dumbass she is, she's like, oh, Lena, I'm so happy to meet you. And you know, I've heard so much about you. And then Randeep is like, eh, that's not that's Lena. Not, yeah, that's Farhana. Yeah. yeah so he goes it's like they he takes her aside and he explains that leaving the girl uh, up there by the way to just hang yeah, out for to tell her a 45 minute story about how much he fucks dude <laughs> if there was ever this, a fucking and this convinced me this convinced me about your hypothesis that this is imtiaz ali cuz imtiaz yeah. wants us to know how much he gets laid it's like dude i be fucking all night and i remember like, so, uh, imtiaz So Imtiaz masks it very brilliantly. It's kind of like Sanju, you know, where like in Sanju, the story was always like I'm so sad, but also I like fuck two hundred women. Like yeah. you know, like he, that's the way he told it, but like a uh, dard, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> that's the dard. Dard, yeah, dard so makes me fuck. Bro, my dard is so much now. My dard is bigger than my dick. That's why I fuck so my much. My dard is oh, I just had so much. I was like in so much pain, and then I just like had sex with all these women. And Sarah Lee Khan probably like okay, but like what's the But then I just had sex with that other woman. Oh, okay. So then, then you realize that you love Lena. Yeah, but it was only after that I had sex with that woman, and then that woman, and then that woman. I was like, so, this is as bad as How I Met Your Mother. Like when he's telling the kids his story, and then yeah. he goes into like his weird escapades. I was like, don't tell this. Oh, don't tell God. your kids that. He literally told his kids about his threesome story. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Dead. Fuck off. 
Yeah, so uh, anyway, so, so Randeep, uh, also, like, he's getting into how he cheated on Lena. Like he, yeah, he, he was working so much, and then he was he like was working so much, and then so, like it, it was initially shown as a weak moment with a colleague, but then it just kind of escalated from there, and then he was too ashamed yeah. to talk to Lena about it. If so I, like, it's like if I wanted to tell you that I got laid, yeah, but I don't want it to seem like I'm bragging about it. So I'm like, yeah. you know, um, today's a really sad day for me, and I'm like, okay, oh, what like, happened, Karan? Yeah, what's up? Just, um, you know, I just felt really low today. Um, okay, is everything yeah. okay? Everything's fine. Like I was just missing this uh, this person, you know. And okay, just, okay. And then I just, I just had sex. You know, I just had sex oh. with just three women. Oh, okay. And yeah. then you called. I don't want to. I didn't, I didn't, oh, I didn't really okay. want to talk about the sex with the three women, but then there were like two other. And then, like, oh. there was one more, and then. But but what about the girl you were missing? No, I mean, you know, I didn't miss her. Oh, but I oh. I don't even think that I I, I definitely missed her. I missed okay. her. Okay. Okay. You, let's, you, you know what? You know what? I fucking. You know what? I I missed her. Okay. Okay. But can you I did. talk you about did. how I fucked on a tabletop once? <laughs> okay. Can I just? Can I just say it? Uh, <laughs> I feel like that was the movie. <laughs> Karan's exaggerating, but that's exactly what happened. That's the whole movie. Like at one point, Sara Ali Khan even says, "I don't know if this was intentional, but she was like, I don't want to hear about these stories anymore." (laughs) I agree with her. Just get to the fucking point. Just get to the goddamn. Oh, you. Uh, This is so. This kind of this kind of shatters her belief, and uh, it's very clear in the dialogue, which is extremely on the nose. He's like, "Oh, I just killed your Santa Claus." I'm like. I just um, killed your Santa. Who the fuck is writing these? <laughs> he, Who's writing these? Whoever wrote that really celebrated that one. They were like, oh, "Analogy. This is like Santa Claus." <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Um, or, or also like she's a she's a grown ass person. Like, th- why is she relying on some random dude in a co working space for this hope? Like, yeah. why? Why is her belief shattered? Or even, why does she believe in the other thing? Why did she give up her career stuff because of a story? Then why did she, like, go back? Like, this is clearly an erratic story. <laughs> clearly an erratic person. I think Sarah needs help, man. Yeah. Yeah, she needs anyway, help. So, okay, now picture this from the parent scenario. Like, uh, Karthik Aryan's parents, right? So, uh, Karthik Aryan taking, yeah. Gajar is taking her to meet his parents. And they're expecting, like, oh, you know, our son's kind of socially awkward. He's bringing a girl over. This is going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> having a full-on meltdown at their game. La- right before the mom even walks out, she's suddenly like, you know, I got the job in the way, but I deleted the email. Okay, like, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell anyone. Now I realize that I want to go back to my career and, like, leave you. Oh, hi, auntie. Like, that was the intensity. And I was like, oh, no. Oh. And as mom, I, kind of, I kind of felt for the mom. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the parents were too chill about it. Like, they were, I, I would have been like, okay, get the fuck out of here. Um, what the what the hell is going on? Yeah, they were trying um, to have a conversation at the dinner table, and then suddenly Sarah just fucking loses it. She's like, and this is the infamous dialogue, which I I won't even say it because of the cringe. Uh, the one that one. <laughs> oh god! It's like a weird, like her, her, 
tongue and teeth do like a weird. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what choice was that, but you know, I kind of should check the monitor. I kind of, I, I kind of think that you were spot on about her spitting in the DOP's coffee because he was, he was out to get Sarah. <laughs> this scene, this scene. You know, if this scene had happened at a graveyard, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, if this scene had happened at an amusement park and there was a roller coaster in the background, I wouldn't be able to tell you because the camera is trained right above the faces. And for Sarah Ali Khan, it's like at that angle that no one takes an Instagram selfie. You know, yeah. like it's exactly where you don't want to. It's the least flattering angle of all yeah. time. And he found it and he was like, fuck, today is the day. She spat in my coffee. Aaj main lunga. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, I think this was a creative in air quotes decision because if they has uh, tried to do a lot of shit, which I think he thought was artsy. So he tried these weird in the face camera angles. Then he do this thing where the audio would cut out. You know, he's like, Tum bas na se acting karo. you know, I could, I could hear him say that. Yeah. Yeah. Acting. And like, I'm like, no, these are two is... not great actors as well. Hide their weaknesses now then. Yeah, it's a jarring cut, first of all. And then, so this is the halfway point. I think this is where the intermission is. Yeah. She, she stalks out, she stalks yeah. out in the breakup. And suddenly we have portrait. Oh, okay. No, but right before that, okay. Right before mm-hmm. that, they fucking, they played Durya. The fucking audacity to they play Durya from a better movie. They <laughs> Mohit. My boy, my boy Mohit Chauhan, they butchered my boy. I Dude, love I Mohit Chauhan how, so much. What do you think they changed? Because how can they, like, how can the same chorus sound so much worse? So, in a, I don't know uh, what the fuck they did. I think it's a lot about how they, the, the, the production of it more than the, because objectively it's similar. It's got the same riff, it's got the same single. Yeah. But the, the the production stuff that happens, like the the synthesized beats and the kind of auto tune that they try to put on Mohit Chauhan, Mohit Chauhan, who by the way is, has one of the most fantastic singing voices in the industry. Okay, Why not just on recording. I've seen him live, and he can belt it live. Okay, yeah. so they just try to like you know how they they're doing these remakes of all the all, all the old songs like Saki and uh, uh, yeah. Fucking hamma hamma. Dude, they did a Masakali ka now. Yeah, yeah. So this is what's happening. Like the 2018-2020 butchering of old songs. Is, this is just another victim, I think. Yeah, and and there was a moment, you know, when the tune started playing, I I felt like hopeful, like I, yeah. I had joy, and I was like, why mm-hmm. am I feeling hopeful? And I realized, oh, cause cause they're playing that fucking song. Um, you stupid then, bastard! You yeah. <laughs> had hope for this. <laughs> Dumb fuck. Anyway, so they had portrait mode suddenly. Mm. This and... is that "Here uh, to Badi Sad Hai" song version of theirs that they did. Like you know, yeah. in Tamasha, they had that bit, na? Like after the breakup, there's that person that sings, and you get a montage. It's, it's, it's a cool song. The guy who sang it at the rich yeah, yeah, I like that. I enjoyed that entire sequence, you know. Yeah. And they tried to do that. They had this weird stand-up routine where the rapper is doing like this stand-up and he's trying to say some things. And I'm pretty sure, again, uh, he read Nietzsche, Imtiaz uh, Ali. He's read a bunch yeah. of philosophers and he's like, you know what? Now I'm going to make it desi and I'm going to like, you know, I want to alienate the audience. You know, I want them to think. I can see this guy having these douchebag moments in his fucking I'm going to make them think. And like the T.O.P.'s like, yeah, what are you and like he's trying to also be relatable because you know like the video gets uploaded on instagram add to your story and a bunch of people click on and i'm like dude dude come on you've lost us a while ago you're not bringing it back it's gone 
chhod de the song on relistening is kind of catchy um yeah credit to the, the artist of the song it's pretty fun it's, pretty it's fun. a good song it's a good song uh yeah. bad, bad treatment to a good song out yeah uh I, i if i had to watch the music video again i wouldn't watch it it's horrible it's yeah. unwatchable yeah yeah, yeah. Um, anyway so now we get like uh, kartik aryan's convinced that you know he if he won't pursue sara ali khan and he think there's this theme of him saying you know ana to puri tarah ana you know i don't know how yeah. it goes and again this is uh, some butchering of yeah this is some butchering of sara ana feels like an orgasm analogy that i didn't need you know I, <laughs> Uh, I, i'm pretty sure this is some pablo neruda poem that he read and he's like you know oh, fuck yeah i got to make a movie about it and and also the the other theme is uh, you know tum mujhe tang karne lage ho is also like the line um, yeah. that is that kartik aryan says throughout the movie like hey if i ever at any point if you feel you know that i'm bothering you which is the most which is hands down the most nice guy syndrome bullshit that anyone has ever said if i'm bothering you he says as he stalks her you know um so that be nice okay i'm trying to look out for you bro yeah like i'm just trying to be nice and like if i bother you then tell me and then when she tells him he has a full on meltdown uh, anyway i mean the way she told him was not great uh so yeah i mean Sa- Sa- okay sara ali khan fuck sara ali khan has got like event admin going on that i don't give a fuck about she gets she gets a job she gets the job at mehta group whatever yeah somehow and you know she's she doing well the cctv you remember that bit she's getting yeah. she's like ah, i'm not unbuttoning my shirt now and i'm like well i'm dead now i'm just going to go away for i'm not wearing any pants uh, yeah uh, yeah anyway, so she gets the, yeah again you're saying the admin thing there's a bunch of event management montages which i don't give a fuck about yeah and they had the similar thing in love aajkal but it was so much more engaging cuz she she restores uh, heritage sites right yeah. protocol, so they show a bit of that i remember yeah. so like that was uh, an, a better way to do it than this fucking bullshit yeah and I, and i remember like because uh, yeah cuz the, the, the characters were just so much more interesting man um <laughs> but uh, kartik aryan what is he doing now like what's going he meets randi bhutta randi bhutta gives him that whole don't let her go follow her speech <laughs> um and uh, you know she's getting drunk uh, so that's great she's getting drunk and kartik aryan so it's an underlying theme that kartik aryan bombs his own interviews cuz he wants to make a difference okay yeah and uh, now finally he's in a position where he doesn't have to do that and he gets uh, asked out in a very forward fashion and for some reason cuz kartik aryan sexy apparently in this universe uh, yeah. again we're going to catch a lot of hate for this but yeah I go for it whatever yeah you know what okay i don't want to say anything controversial but like fuck kartik aryan okay i hate him <laughs> come at me bros <sighs> okay. uh, yeah i'm tired we apologize we apologize for the controversial opinions my views are not reflected by this podcast um except they are literally our views but <laughs> 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 anyway you know what all we need to know is there is a montage shot and kartik aryan uh she she gets drunk with this really uh, bad like this bad guy who's a delhi guy kind of stereotype yeah. they want to show mm. and he leaves her in the middle of the road drunk and then she calls kartik aryan instead of her mother and, yeah. and uh, 
card. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Karthik Aryan. Jesus. And Karthik Aryan refuses to sleep with her when she's intoxicated. And this, this behavior is supposed to be seen as exemplary instead of everyday and human. Don't yeah. sleep with a person who's clearly out of their fucking mind right now. ಸ್ಟೋರಿ Let's just wrap it up then because Karthik Aryan goes to Himachal to work. Oh, he's a software engineer who's working as a civil engineer in a hydroelectric project. You know, you need like two types of master's degrees to fucking be a project manager on these kind of things. But he's just, he's very smart, right? If he's, he, 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 he understands everything. You don't no, get I would, it. I would, get liked, it. <laughs> I would have liked a support of how intelligent he is rather than how much Dude, of a nice guy okay. is. And the, the thing about him being intelligent is barely... brought up it's only yeah. like vague scenes it's very strange oh another thing that we need to mention is randeep hudda's story continues um oh, he again oh. starts with he again starts with sex so, yeah sara becomes <laughs> like bro so i was i was say fucking and then sara's like i can't deal with you right now <laughs> yeah. so apparently yeah. like lena finds out that he's been fucking oh no she doesn't find out that he's been fucking he like kind of avoids her cuz he feels too guilty Yeah and she goes back and he ruins everything basically. No, she moves to Bombay and he says you know like whatever go and then he doesn't talk to her for 5 years and in those 5 years he's just getting drunk and fucking. Yeah he was like by the way yeah for 5 years uh yeah so what happened in those 5 years did he go after her no i just i just had a bunch of sex i just kept i kept doing the sex and then i kept doing and, the sex you know, and then there was more a bottle of whiskey a day and some sex and this thing okay he says this thing like you know every night for 10 minutes i would think about lena and that's just a euphemism of him jacking oh, up that's like bro i don't need to hear about masturbation also not the only time masturbation brought up in this movie because karthik aryan you know when the girls wooing him at yeah. that office and she kisses him on the neck and he's like you know iske liye to tumhari zarurat bhi nahi hai and i was like do you just say that you could masturbate like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if they has projected too much like you know yes. I, i feel like there's personal stories that resonate with people and then there's this like whoa <laughs> if there's whoa fucking calm down i don't want to hear about this if there's like guys that's relatable right right yeah that's relatable i was like uh, uh, i guess i this is my first movie so i'm just going to yeah, i'm just going to go along with it and if like i need act i need money so i'm just going to say it this is, pay- this is a paycheck for randeep yeah this really, <laughs> really was a paycheck jesus um he then so the the second half of the story i feel like i'm jumping around but so did this movie uh but he suddenly starts saying lena's name when he's fucking other women yeah. but he's saying lena's name that's what's important no but he's also fucking other, but he's also he's saying lena's name that's he's the focus you know what he's 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 truly in love with her cuz while fucking other women he's saying oh. lena's name. Dude, that's the, that's true love. I just yeah. realized how I realized how fuck boy that is. That's true love. Like baby I was fucking other women but I kept saying your name so you know you know who's really the good guy here? It's who's me. Really right? the, I'm the good guy. I'm the good guy. I left you. I made you feel like shit. You went home. 
you you moved you thought you had found the one and then i destroyed that by ghosting you and now because i'm thinking of you well you know i deserve all the awards and yeah so then he goes back and finds lena because like through mutual friends turns out lena's pregnant and did he just leave her so like here's my because i don't know what happened in the movie oh by the way yeah, for, okay, first I'm just going to get into this. He, Oh, God, oh, I have a whole thing to talk about for like five hours. Get ready, everyone. Um, but she, he goes, he sees Lena, and like they do like this silent thing, you know, where they're like talk, not talking, kind of similar to Sarah and Karthik's yeah. hookup, kind of the same vibe. But when he turns around the corner, saying like, oh, I'll come in, does he fucking leave again? redemption story, uh, I think that's what he tried to go for. Like there was no redemption in this story. Like there was no happy ending to this story. So you should find your own happy ending. I can kind of picture again Imtiaz being douchey about this. Yeah. yeah so uh, and then he starts. Randeep starts crying. He's really fucking working for that. He's working for it. Before, before, before that, you know what's not working for it is Karthik Aryan's facial hair when oh, he's God. playing Randeep Uta. Who the fuck signed off on this? It looks like what? CGI. It looks CGI. It looked like Irishman levels of CGI. Horrible. Even though Karthikaran is the same age yeah. as the character that he's playing. He had like a caterpillar under his neck and then like a very ugly mustache. Look, I, I don't mean, I'm not beard shaming, okay? But I am beard shaming, kind of. Like, you can't, you cannot, you. You cannot grow it like that. Full disclosure here, here in Band Bollywood, both Karan and I have beards, so we are pro beard. But we are know, pro beard, but not that beard. Not what that was beard. That? It didn't help him at all. Like it didn't do his face any favors. Honestly, I'm speaking for him, Karthik, bro. I hope you don't have. Actually, no, he doesn't have that. I've checked out his Instagram. Um, but anyway, we are at the so end. Then, yes. Uh, she does the whole chases him down and now they're together. That's it. You know, I don't give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking over. It's over. Yeah, Sarah Khan listens to this bullshit story and goes to him, Archal, uh, with no conflict whatsoever, finds him, dry humps him on a cot in front of the Himalayas. That's it. Yeah, like, what, what happened in this movie? If you had to draw a linear line, from the first moment of the movie to the last moment of the movie, can you tell me in two sentences? Kya hua kya end mein? The only linear line I can draw is the trajectory of the bullet I wanted that to enter my forehead and leave. Yeah, fair. That's the only trajectory I can talk about. And you know, you know, you're you are right in a way because there is no trajectory. Because at the end, Sara Ali Khan says, Kuch nahi badla. And I was like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nothing has changed. I've watched two hours, 19 movies. I am the worst for it, right? Your careers are the worst for it. So the only thing that's changed is that we are all dealing with having seen this movie or having made this movie in your case. <laughs> Nothing's changed character-wise. Randi Buddha just told you this story. He was in his cafe. He's still in his cafe. Karthik Aran is in the Himalayas now. And uh, Sara Ali Khan will continue to do the bullshit that she did. Her character will continue to not learn from this. So. What? What? What's happening? There's no point. This, this entire movie could have been an email. This entire movie could have been someone calling their friend and said, "Bro, I got laid last night." <laughs> this entire, this entire movie, movie. 
with like mtr's calling the producers like hi i have an idea for a movie he's like what love aajkal but mtr has already made that no 10 years ago he's like oh yeah shit shit, shit. sorry yeah huh? i'll call you later <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's an interview there's an interview where like anupama chopra asked mtr ali like uh, hey so how come like so this is a reboot right he's like no it's not a reboot you know it is the same idea of love and how it you know kind of works in this non linear fashion and how things come together and like you know it has the same characters same type of concept so anupam chopra was like so like a reboot and then he went oh yeah i guess shit <laughs> i don't know how anupama keeps a straight face in these fucking interviews he was so like oh this is different i was like dude didn't even call it lavaj kal 2 at least call it lavaj kal 2 so i don't have to whenever i search for it i don't have to see kartikarin's face every time to love to watch kal tokyo drift um tokyo uh, drift is a better movie than this karan admit it oh oh we're going to have this conversation now uh yeah tokyo drift was fucking better this yeah. is this is this is easily in the bottom tier of the movies that we've seen yeah this like, is barely a hair above asina maje yeah this was a third and a half but if you had to re- if you had to recast this movie <laughs> uh, i would recast it with the pl- the cast of uh, patal lok because i'm watching it right now it is so good guys check out patal lok that's our, that's how we're signing off check out patal lok check out patal lok don't watch lavachkar that's it for me